This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. So on this week's episode, I'm really excited to be speaking to Making Sang, who is the ultimate FOMO creator. And it's also episode 50, which is quite a significant episode. I started this podcast just coming up to a year ago, and I wanted to do something really special for episode 50. And one more special thing is it's my birthday today. I am going to be, well, I am 45. So I have got Making, who's a really, really lovely lady, and you're going to learn a lot from um, and I'm talking to her in this episode about what publicity means for what publicity means for a business owner in 2021. And when I first met Making, she talked about publicity and she talked about it being on social media. And I remember thinking, oh, I'm not, I don't, I didn't really kind of think of that as publicity. Um, and it's been kind of at the back of my mind for quite a long time. And we talk about it quite a lot in this episode. And we talk about the publicity that we can create ourselves as business owners and how transformational that can be when it comes to um, you know getting people to find out about our business we talk about creating content for the lurkers so always remember there are people watching you people following you and at some point they're going to be ready to buy from you and why it's really important not to just look at our followers and how many fans we've got to be thinking about those people who are always watching us in the background we talk about how we are our own TV station, radio station, newspaper and magazine and the power that we've got to get people really excited about what we're doing in our business. We talk about creating a ripple effect on social media so we can meet, reach more people and more people can find out about what we do. And we talk about just how much power we have as business owners now in 2021 to get our message out there and to reach more people and to turn those into create FOMO about our business and ultimately to turn those people, those followers, those readers, those listeners into clients. So it's a really exciting episode. And I want to say thank you as well to May King for being such a brilliant guest, but also to you for listening into this podcast. I do hope you enjoy it. And thank you as ever for supporting the show and for being here on episode 50. So now on to the main part of the show. Hi, May King, and thank you so much for coming on the show. You are so welcome. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited as well. So it's really special to have you here on episode 50, especially because you've been here holding my hand right from the start when I first got given the mic at Jan's event. So it's really special. And it's also my birthday today. So oh, no! Happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I'm so happy to have you here. Um, so making, we are going to be talking about what publicity means in 2021. And you have really kind of influenced my way of thinking and a shift in my mindset um, over the, you know, since we first met like 18 months ago when it comes to what publicity is. But first of all, I just want you, I know you've been on the podcast before, but I would just love if you'd be able to give listeners a quick summary of who you are and what you do as a FOMO creator. So, um, well, hello, everybody. Um, my name is Making Sang, first name May King, and I am on all the social media platforms as Making Tea. And as Rachel said, I'm a FOMO creator. FOMO means the fear of missing out. So I help to give you um, free publicity platform on social media by creating uh, live social media content for your conference, your event, uh, your uh, challenge, uh, but also 
also um, I interview uh, business owners as well um, and uh, create a video so that you can use that to create publicity for yourself on social media. Fantastic. Okay, so I met Making at an event back in June 2019, I think it was. I know, um, 18 months ago. Where's that time gone? So absolutely. So I remember you being on stage and you were talking about how to create FOMO at that particular event. And you were talking about how um, how by talking about who you were meeting at the event, what you were learning, who the speakers were and so on, and tagging in those speakers and talking about what you gleaned from it, that was creating publicity. And it was creating publicity for you, for the people who you met, for the speakers, for the event itself but also showing your followers how, you know, how committed you were to your business and how you were learning and how you were improving your, your skill set and all of those things. And I remember sitting there and thinking, this is so interesting because I see publicity as um, being in newspapers and magazines or on the radio or on the telly and met this lady who I did, didn't really know then. This lady's talking about publicity and how social media is publicity. And it was just, tip, it was ticking away. It was ticking away in my mind. And I remember <laughs> accosting you at this event and getting you to, into, and interviewing you um, yes. about Twitter, I think it was. And it really got me thinking about what publicity was. And that's been with me ever since. So can you tell me, um, you know, what, what do you see publicity as in 2021? And what's your view of publicity? You know, um, I can't believe it was 18 months ago since we first met. And uh, I do remember that uh, day that you got me into your Facebook group uh, live and we were chatting about uh, Twitter and publicity. But yeah, um, PR has has evolved, um, you know, and I think that when we had that conversation, um, I think that what I was trying to say is, uh, yes, we can, you know, there are ways in which you can get on TV, radio, national magazines, national broadsheets um, um, and uh, tabloids and all the rest of it. But in addition to that, we've got social media where we can, um, you know, get publicity there. And I think that's what I was trying to um, explain when um, I was uh, chatting to you about then. So PR in the 21st century has evolved. We've got a lot more opportunity now. I think before social media came about, um, in order to get on TV, to get on uh, radio, um, magazines, broadsheets, um, if you were big enough, you would hire a PR agency to do all of that. If you are a small business, you had to work really hard to get emails, you know, get into the um, minds of the right people. But now with social media, you've actually got um, two more further opportunities. Well, first of all, you, you've got a closer connection to the journalists, which obviously uh, your membership, um, Rachel, you, you can help people with that. Um, but in addition to that, you can create your own publicity. And that's what I'm talking about in being a FOMO creator um, and for small businesses, you can create your own PR by um, being in the minds of people. Um, when I deliver training courses on creating FOMO, I often talk about creating content for the lurkers because we're all lurkers, right, Rachel? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not, but <laughs> there are a lot of them. I'm just in there, but... <laughs> <laughs> but we are, we're all lurkers. Um, I think you're a closet lurker, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're on our phone and we're scrolling through Instagram or we're scrolling through LinkedIn or Twitter and Facebook, seeing what other people are doing. Now, the people who are lurking on your stuff, you, you know, you're potentially creating publicity for yourself because... 
if people are watching your stuff that you've created, then you never know when they're going to buy for you. So that's what I mean by, you, you know, you are your own TV station. You are your own radio station. You're creating PR for yourself by being present and creating great content to put on social media. So that's how PR has changed in the 21st century. We still have the traditional methods of getting into papers and, um, and TV and radio and you know and, and I've had the privilege of doing that um, you can reach out to journalists but you can actually use social media to reach out to journalists to get those opportunities and in addition to that you can create your own PR by using social media. Mm -hmm. Now I completely agree um, and yeah it's the creating content for the locus it's really interesting because you don't know who's you don't know who's watching you, who's listening to you, who's seen your posts and stuff. So I've just, we're talking in January 2021 um, and I've just finished um, launching, my, I finished launching my membership, had like a new intake every three months and I finished it last week. And one of the ladies who joined said, I've been following you for a year and I was like, and I knew she'd been in my Facebook group, but I, you don't know how closely people are listening and following. <laughs> and if they listen to your podcast or they read your posts and it's when someone comes back and says that, you think, wow like all the work that I do it's it's sometimes you like especially with podcasting or even writing as well you think oh you know I'm kind of sitting here wittering on to myself is anyone <laughs> taking any notice what, <laughs> people think I'm nuts but then when things like that when the lurk when you when you get the lurkers who you've never really who you don't really know yeah. then you think actually yeah it's worthwhile and it's just amazing the things that we've got are the the the, the things that we've got at our fingertips with phones and with our computers and it's just amazing, isn't it, that we're here today, you know, we're not in a radio studio, we're just like in my office and your office with, <laughs> you know, a couple of like headphone sets and stuff and a couple yeah. of MacBooks and we're, we're putting out a show, aren't we? And that wasn't there years ago, was it? You would have to go to the local radio station. If That's you wanted right. video, you'd have to get a really expensive video team. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with still doing that if you can, but we've got these smartphones and we can create incredible content ourselves, can't we? Absolutely, absolutely. It's just amazing. And one thing I want to um, talk about in, in response to the creating content for the lurkers, I say that because with a lot of uh, business owners, um, when we first get onto social media, um, we get obsessed with how many fans, uh, how many followers we have, and we don't think about what is um, called dark social, and they're the lurkers, basically. You know, and, and like you say, Rachel, you know, you're creating these incredible podcasts. You don't know how many people are listening because they haven't commented to say, how amazing it is you don't know how many people are watching in your Facebook group and uh, you know lurking on your stuff because people you know we live in such a fast society we forget to say thank you we, we were talking about this offline weren't yeah. we Rachel that you know um I think it's really obvious and you think it's really obvious to say thank you to people but because we live in such a fast world and we're consuming so much content we actually forget to acknowledge and say thank you and so um, when you create content for the lurkers and don't get obsessed with fans and followers just know that someone is looking at your stuff and one day they will come to you like you said you know you had someone who was looking at your stuff for a year before they joined your membership I've had clients who've been looking at my stuff for 18 months before they approached me 
me on how to create FOMO. Um, but other times it's been quicker than that. You know, they've uh, consumed one piece of content and then they've uh, contacted me straight away. So, um, so yeah, um, for those who are listening, don't get obsessed with your vanity metrics. How many fans, how many followers you have? Don't worry about all of that. Worry about the people who've liked your tweets or liked your posts and start a conversation with them because when you start a conversation with them, again, um, and you have that dialogue with them on social media, again, you've got people who are lurking on your comments. So, you know, don't just post um, an Instagram post or a, a LinkedIn post and, you know, and watch how many uh, likes you've got. Um, try and start a conversation with the people who've commented with you. And if they've said thank you, you know, for writing that post, well, thank them back. But then, you know, maybe try and turn it into a conversation. Um, because when you're having a conversation with someone on Twitter or on Instagram or LinkedIn, you're not just having a conversation with that person. You're having a conversation with the people who are lurking on your stuff. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and I just move, just kind of following on from what you've just said about LinkedIn and people saying thank you and stuff and people lurking and watching and the fact that we you know I've so make just for those for if you're listening making came in and did a, she did a course for my membership um in back in I think it was back in June last year and it was really really good and like loads of people like people talk about it all the time we really loved it and I'm always saying go watch the making course to people when they come in anyway <laughs> so she did this course and it was really good and one of the things that came out of it was um that two we talked about Twitter chat hours and how great it is for connecting with journalists. And two of the ladies went off and created their own pet working hour, Kerry Jordan and Jenny Morris. So Kerry's a photographer, Jenny runs this beautiful dog nursery um, in Cheshire. So anyway, Kerry got a media opportunity this week. She got approached by Take a Break magazine, Take a Break Pet Edition, um, to write about her photography course. So Kerry posted in my group and said, oh, this brilliant thing's just happened out of Pet Working Hour. I'm so pleased. So the first thing I did was I screenshotted it, checked with Kerry, and I, I posted it on LinkedIn where I knew, well, I sent it to you privately anyway, but I posted it on LinkedIn and said, you know, the power of Twitter, Macon came in and did this talk. And then two of the ladies went away and it set up their own Twitter hour and look what happened. They've got a media opportunity for, from it. And when we talk about giving, so first of all, like I always say, thank you. I know you always say thank you. <laughs> but when we were talking about like giving people publicity on our social media platforms by, because you talk about, you talk about you talked about this when I first met you and I know you talk about it a lot. So me posting that on LinkedIn is giving you publicity and talking about how great you are. But all I'm doing really is saying thank you because I really appreciate what you did. And then you reposting it on LinkedIn is giving me publicity and Kerry and Jenny because you're sharing the fact that one of your clients has had a brilliant win from what you've done. And I love that. So tell us a little bit about how that works. Oh, I mean, uh, and thank you so much for it. Well, I'm thanking you on social media. I'm thanking you in person. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? <laughs> no, it is fantastic. But yeah, I mean, and that's just the power of creating publicity for yourself. So not only did, um, you know, Kerry, big up to Kerry. How are, hi, how are you? She joined your membership. She uh, listened to the course that I created was, you know, how to create, um, how to create FOMO uh, for your pet business. So she attended that course that I delivered. Um, and uh, one of the things that I talked about was uh, a Twitter chat and it invites, you know, it inspired her to create that, which is amazing. And when you get involved in a Twitter chat, um, and, uh, and for all of you members out there and you haven't seen my course, you need to go and watch my course. <laughs> and if you're not a member, you need to join Rachel's membership. <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> going back to the Twitter chat then, um, by creating a Twitter chat, it's basically an hour every week where Kerry um, and what was the name of the other lady? Jenny. Sorry, Jenny. Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Um, so Kerry and Jenny created this Twitter chat every week. They talk about, you know, a particular subject and, pe- and other people are tweeting, getting involved and they're creating content for the lurkers. So every hour, sorry, every week on a particular day, particular uh, hour, they're tweeting and they're getting engaged in conversations and they're creating content for the lurkers. One of those lurkers happened to be a journalist. And that is the power of Twitter and any other social media platform as well. So that journalist got in touch with Kerry and then next minute she's in, you know, March's edition of Take a Break. I mean, that is fantastic. Now, in addition to that, you know, as uh, as Rachel said, she was so happy. Kerry, um, you know, mentioned it in uh, in, uh, your uh, Facebook group, which is fantastic. And... um, And, you know, just as real, you know, when we're talking as humans face to face, we do say thank you and give credit where it's due. So all we're doing is we're giving thanks and credit where it's due on social media. So when you posted that onto LinkedIn and said, oh, my, uh, oh, my goodness, making look at this, this, you know, this happened as a result of Kerry attending your uh, your Facebook group, sorry, your uh, your course and you're saying thank you, then of course, um, you tagging me on LinkedIn means that potentially your post is being seen by my connections. We'll have a few mutual uh, connections on LinkedIn, but not every, you know, my audience is um, wider than the pet business industry. So you never know who else is watching. So when I comment on that post, it means that everyone, you know, all my connections are potentially um, seeing your post, Rachel. Um, And that's how you're getting more publicity for yourself because of course you you know you're starting from your niche which is the pet um you know pet businesses people who've bought your stuff but then you're reaching to a wider audience and you never know who knows another person who might be required of your services so it's creating that ripple effect you know when you throw a little pebble into um you know into a stream and all these ripples are coming out that is the power of social media you know, Kerry put a little ripple, uh, put uh, threw a pebble into Rachel's Facebook group in her membership. And then Rachel, um, you then decided to go to another stream, dropped another pebble um, and, um, you know, into the LinkedIn part, but tagged me, you know, eventually shouted, said, oh, hey, hey King, look at this, this is amazing. You know, and then I created another ripple by throwing another pebble. I don't know where I'm going with this uh, stream and pebble <laughs> analogy, but hopefully that um, hopefully that helps um, people to understand that just that one, you know, one post created that ripple effect. And the best thing is, is that not only did you put it on LinkedIn and uh, tag me on on that, Rachel, you also use that same screenshot and put it on Instagram, which is amazing. So then I got to then share it across my community on LinkedIn sorry, on on, on uh, Instagram. And then potentially, you know, you could have done the same thing and tagged me on Twitter and also, um, and also um, you know, reach out to my 10 and a half thousand uh, followers there as well. So that is the power 
of creating publicity for yourself, getting more people to look at your stuff by tagging different people and saying thank you. Um, one of the things I will say, though, is uh, tag don't spam. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, no. on, so on social media, because I've got, you know, a bit of a following in some of the platforms, there are some people who think, oh, wow, making's got 10,500 followers on Twitter. I'm going to tweet and I'm going to tag her name uh, and tag her on every everything that she does so that, you know, potentially all those followers are going to see my stuff. Don't do that, please. <laughs> it's a little bit rude. <laughs> Yes, if but I when be, relevant. <laughs> but when relevant, yeah, in context and when relevant. And ask my permission, you know, um, definitely. But, the, you know, that's the importance of saying, giving credit where it's due, saying thanks. Um, and it's a great social media post as well. The other thing is that a lot of people on social media, um, they'll just talk about themselves and just talk about the business and try and sell their business at every opportunity. And the thing is, is that, People don't know who, not everyone knows who you are yet, okay? We're not Google, we're not uh, Facebook, we're not Twitter yet. <laughs> we're not famous yet. So in order to, you know, uh, in order for people to get to know us, they need to get to know us as a human being. And if you are a nice human being, then writing behind the scenes stuff about what you do, saying thanks as a nice human being on social media, these are lots, these are great social media posts that you can put out there in order to create publicity for yourself definitely um and also i'm always banking on about this but yeah always say thank you because people just appreciate it so much i know we talked about this before um but the the whole getting publicity on social media reaching people who reaching people in other people's networks and you never know who's watching it's I um I never used to see that as publicity and I had I'm going to hold my hands up and say I had a completely closed mindset because <laughs> when it comes to social media being publicity because the reason why I had that is because I always worried that people would see if I was talking about social media or even creating your own content they might see it as a watered down version of what I was offering so what I do now is I I do the pub, I have a publicity program which helps people get publicity in mainstream media you know people get in the telegraph they get on radio 4 they get in bbc breakfast in magazines but i have the publicity that they create on their own platforms so the foundations because i think that is so important that they understand that so they can amplify it um so i've i had that closed mindset i've changed it and i've now I feel that I'm really improving the program by putting all the other stuff in, all the other bits of the jigsaw. And um, so we've talked about getting, we've talked about um, getting publicity, the kind of things that people see on LinkedIn um, or on Twitter or whatever social media platform you're you're most present on. Can you give me an example of something brilliant that's happened from this new kind of publicity? So this new hype and exposure that you create for yourself. So something, you know, let's say you create something on LinkedIn and then someone came along and, and said, I really want to work with you on this. Can you think of any examples of how it's worked for you? How long have we got, Rachel? Oh, sorry. <laughs> right, we've got five no, no. minutes. I'm going to put my hands up when five minutes is gone and then you can stop. <laughs> I've got yeah I've got a ton a uh, ton of them um you know we were talking about you know creating content for the lurkers right so um you know I I've had um clients who've been watching my stuff for 18 months and you know and then eventually get in touch with me but um I've had immediate success just by 
being at a conference. So um, one of my first uh, clients who I created FOMO for are the fabulous Andrew and Pete. Um, they had a conference in 2019 called Atomicon. And because I tweeted um, over 1200 times, um, I created 15 uh, Facebook Lives on their account. I created five uh, Facebook posts, over 120 um, Instagram stories, um, all in one day. As a result wow. of that, I actually had people who approached me and said, okay, that um, breaking of the internet and uh, trending on the same day as International Women's Day, um, can you do that for us as well? I went, yeah, sure. So I literally got someone who talked to me in the afternoon um, as a result of what they saw. And they saw me not just at the conference, they saw the tweets, the posts, the interviews that I was doing on the social media platforms, okay? So they, they were actually at the conference. Now, um, another time I was creating content for the lurkers um, where I was actually at, at a, a conference, but someone who wasn't at the conference saw the stuff that I was posting and they approached me as well. So, um, so not only am I getting um, clients when I'm actually at a conference, both virtual and in person as well, but I'm also getting clients when, um, you know, with people who are watching the stuff on social media. So they're basically uh, lurking. And one other uh, post, uh, one other uh, fantastic example uh, is that, um, yes, someone just saw uh, an Instagram post um, uh, of mine and they thought, oh gosh, I haven't uh, contacted her in over a year. So they contacted me and said, would you like um, to be a guest on my podcast show? And I said, Sure. So, so we, uh, so I, um, I did a, a podcast interview, and one of the listeners of the podcast then approached me and said, um, "Can you create FOMO uh, for me um, with this uh, product?" And I said, "Yeah, sure." So, um, and that was just one episode. So, and I know you talk about this in your membership on how to um, appear on, um, you know, a guest podcast. Uh, and that's great publicity. So yes. I've got lots of different uh, examples of um, how um, I've been able to get clients. All of my clients pretty much have come through social media. And um, I still don't have a website yet, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I've been, I was nagging about, I nagged you about this last time you were on the podcast and that was in like March, no, not March, it was in May, but we'll, you'll get there. You're we busy, will. Aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just really, what I, what I love about this is um, it's all these things are what business owners can control themselves. So like an example, like, so you've just given some examples there of new, of the style of, of the new type of publicity and how that can lead to work for you. Like one of the one of the things that's been good for me was going and doing a presentation for the dog training college. And I've done them at the Pet Industry Federation events. And that's helped people learn more about me and then become membership clients or book in for time with me for press releases, that kind of thing. Um, so that that's like that's new. That's new. That's a new type of publicity. It's not like being in the Daily Mail or The Guardian or, you know, you know, Country Life magazine. It's it's completely different, isn't it? And it's something that we're in control of. So, you know, I can go and pitch to Pet Industry Federation and say, can I come and talk at your conference and then get people that way? So it's just really interesting. I was thinking about, I've been working with a lady called um, 
I do go off topic sometimes about pets, but I've been working with a lady called Elissa and she um, she's made this new <laughs> she's made this new wonder pill, basically. And it's um, a libido enhancer. But we won't talk too much about that. Um, <laughs> but that I know that's that is the kind of thing that does really brilliantly if it goes in somewhere like the Daily Mail or the Guardian or a massive newspaper website. Yes. So she went in. She went on Daily Mail online, which love it or hate it for things like that, you know, you know, impulse buys some you know a wonder product wonder pill or wonder product or like those kind of things that is amazing being on mail online like she posted a picture of her of all the post bags and there was like I think it's about 10 post bags full of all these things because she's been on mail online so that's amazing um, another, oh my god it's just mind-blowing um another lady I work with has this thing called a Mallory band and it's a weight loss aid and that went on mail online this was years ago and that yeah. just you know she ended up going on qvc so that kind of exposure was brilliant for something like that but as a small business owner being at an event um being on instagram being present in a local facebook group can be all you need sometimes to generate what generate the customers that, that you need to have in your business so like you know like my, a lot of my a lot of my membership clients are service providers so sometimes being in being really present in a local Facebook group could be helpful or like one of them's got a column in a local magazine so that really helps her because she can then like some of the mature more mature clients might read the physical magazine but she can then repurpose it as content for Facebook or Instagram or wherever and it's just great how you can use the two together as well isn't it Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, I, I think that we, uh, I think that because of the way that we've been brought up with TV and radio, um, sometimes we think that being on TV is going to guarantee thousands of sales, you know, yeah. um, being on radio means that people are going to be chomping at the bit to get your product or service. And it's not necessarily so for some, for like you say, for impulse buyers. Yeah, definitely. You know, if you are yeah. able to get into the Daily Mail and, and Guardian, but not everyone will have that. So what, you know, what does that mean for us small business owners? Well, you know, that doesn't mean we, we shouldn't aim high. We should definitely still aim to get into the Guardian, the Telegraph and, and all the rest of it. But in addition to that, we can still, um, you know, get more sales uh, of our service or, or product in, like you say, in Facebook groups or, uh, you know, be approached by journalists on Twitter chats or create our own um, publicity, you know, and get people people to uh, contact you on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook. But in order for people to buy your product or service, it's not enough to write one social media post and say, hey, buy my stuff. It's amazing. You yeah. can't do that. People need to get to know you as a brand and they need to get to know, you know, are you the real deal? Do you really know what you're talking about? Are you, you know, um, you know, what is it that um problem are you going to resolve for your uh, for your lurkers that's why it's important to continually write social media posts you know um publicity you know your strive to create publicity for yourself never goes away once you've got that um you know that feature in the guardian you don't stop your business do you you keep you know you you keep doing the marketing you keep uh, gaining publicity and you and and you do this by continually writing social media posts trying to get on people's podcasts or um um you know or uh, write a guest blog um you know uh, appear on radio that kind of stuff that, that you know for your business you need to continually uh do that um but if you love what you do it's never exhausting is it Rachel 
No, and I I know we talked about this when when you came in to talk to the members, but they've got these. They've not only got like these great stories. Um, they've also got like brilliant pictures and videos as well of like all these cute animals. Like one of the ladies who have got is a cat groomer, and she's just brilliant. She's called Katie, and her website is the Cat Lady with a K. And honestly, like go and have a look at her her blogs, her social media. She's so good. She just she does a blog every week and she always does something dead interesting. Like this week, it was about how cats can have like teddy bear haircuts. And she was showing how they can have these like grooms where they have like, it's it's a teddy bear cut. And I was reading it and she posts it on LinkedIn. And it's such a breath of fresh air on LinkedIn to see something like that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she is absolutely brilliant. She's so busy. She's doing so well. And she, what she does is she does a blog every week and then she always puts it on LinkedIn on a Saturday. So I always see her LinkedIn blog. And this Saturday was a teddy bear cut. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. I've got to read it and I was like I posted uh, I saw it and I was so excited that I said oh I need to know about this teddy bear cut and she was like well just go and read it Rachel was the comment and then because I had to comment before I'd even had a chance to click on the blog and read it amazing and but isn't you that know, brilliant how you can do that it is amazing <laughs> and and I think that a lot of business owners they do get um they do think about oh you know I don't have anything to write um but as you you and I know uh, Rachel we went to Janet Murray's um course um conference that's where we first met and she mentions that everything is a content opportunity you know so show the behind the scenes before people buy from you they need to get to know who you are they need to get yeah. to know uh, what you do but not in the, you know not in a salesy way so don't don't keep writing posts about you know what your costs are what your services are what your uh, discounts are you know get people to know behind the scenes stuff and show those cute puppy uh, videos or, or photographs explain what you're doing today in your business you know it's not always about the sale it's the you know the leader to the sale I mean I remember you, um, you mentioning uh, Rachel how um, you had an Instagram post and you just took a photograph of the workbooks that you pre uh, that you have prepared for your new intakes of um uh, members and from that one post you gained a couple of memberships um you know for your uh you know for your membership now it wasn't that one instagram post that got you those two additional members was it rachel it was yeah. all the posts that you'd created in the lead up to that the value that you gave to people the success stories of how you've managed to get um P, you know your pet businesses uh, pr um you know in uh, being featured in the telegraph or the radio stations and uh, and magazines and so on so when you're writing social media it's about creating you know um uh, behind the scenes stuff and giving you know just creating FOMO you want people to get excited about what you do and what you're offering and then one day they will buy from you yeah Fantastic. Okay. Well, I think that is a good um, a good point for us to wrap things up, really. Um, so we've talked about what publicity is, what publicity is in 2021. Um, and I think like you've I love the FOMO side of things because I know when we spoke, we I know we speak regularly anyway, but we've always talked about FOMO as being like the gap between social media and PR. And it is, it's 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 getting that understanding. And I think we've really, I think you've been great at explaining it in this in this interview that that what you create on social media is your you are you it is your your tv station your radio station your newspaper your magazine you are you you know we're all publishers now and then if you can if you can ramp that up you're publishing and then you can ramp that up into FOMO that's even better and you know you are 
you're going to be absolutely, you know, killing it, aren't you? And then if you can amplify it even more by getting traditional publicity in on other people's platforms, then that is just going to send you, you know, send you skyrocketing when it comes to um, being visible in your business, which is fantastic, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. It's yeah. an exciting time though, isn't it, I think? <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Absolutely, without a doubt. Like you said uh, several times, um, Rachel, you have the power, listeners. You have the power. You are your own TV station, your radio station, your uh, magazine, and you can decide what to show your, um, you know, your viewers, your listeners. You know, you've got the power to get people so excited by creating FOMO about what you do that they cannot fail to pick up the phone to message you and say, I want your product, I want your service. And you can do that you have the control, you've got the power to do that all on social media. Rachel can help you definitely to, you know, to amplify that, to get into journalists' uh, minds, national magazines and TV stations, radios and, and what have you. You can definitely do that. But, you know, in addition to that, you can create your own publicity. You've got the power to do that. Fabulous. Okay. So, making I know you do, you have got a number of things that you do and you you do, which I really love. You have like, you have People can book a book to talk to you about how to create FOMO to understand FOMO a bit more. I know you've got, I know you're planning to do programs and things in the future, uh, but you also do some like really nice FOMO handholding, don't you, where you help people who 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 want to start creating FOMO um, but aren't quite sure where to start. So you do video interviews and tell us a little bit more about that and where people can find out more about you. Yeah, so um you know, uh, and I think Rachel, um, you won't mind me saying that uh, video scared the bejesus out of you for a while um, <laughs> <laughs> until you took the plunge. You finally took the plunge, and you went on Facebook Live. So congratulations uh, with that! Uh, it's absolutely incredible to to see you go from no podcast to podcast to going on Facebook Live. It's incredible. For business owners, if you would like a bit of free publicity, uh, you know that video is going nowhere. So what better way than to get free publicity for yourself by being interviewed by myself? So I create uh, an interview. We talk about you, what you do, how you help others. And that video can be transformed into a video which you can put on your website, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, YouTube. Um, And what I also do as well, you have that video. It's all yours. But in addition, I will also put it onto my platform so that I can give you free publicity into um, my community as well so if you want to know more about that then just contact me on all the socials uh, I'm on all on Twitter Instagram um, and uh, Facebook as uh, making tea m-a-y-k-i-n-g-t-e-a you can contact me on LinkedIn making sang m-a-y-k-i-n-g-t-s-a-n-g Fabulous. Okay. And I will put all of your links in the show notes with this episode. So if you're listening on an app, just swipe up and you'll be able to go and connect directly with making wherever it is that you want to connect with that. So thank you so much. It has been brilliant talking to you. Um, I know I will have you back, but it's been so good having you here for episode 50 and on my birthday. So thank you, Making Sang. It's lovely to have you here. And I know you'll have given so much helpful advice to the listeners as well. So thank you. No, thank you. And have a wonderful rest of the day. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. 
for more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.